Let's get this bitch started. Yet the rhyme's so brilliant Never could you bring the kid down I'm too resilient And fuck them biting ass niggas Who be stealing Y'all niggas copy my style Like a chameleon I'm a Brazilian That's one in a million Too high for ceilings It's how I am feeling What's a blood clot? How did all these thug rocks Have me looking dumb hot With my eyes all bloodshot Now that's a mug shot In the making No need for ovens When you're waking Bacon Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast, H-Cubed, up in this biatch. Yes, sir, yes, sir, we back, and this time with another regular episode. I feel like we haven't done one of these in a long time, because we've been doing a lot of, you know, off, uh, what, what is it called when a show gets another show that's kind of like in the same universe, is that show spinoff? Yeah, spinoff, so yeah. We've had a lot of spinoff yeah. episodes. You know what I mean? And we hope y'all have liked them. We do like doing yes. those just because, you know, there isn't always something to talk about in the crazy world of hip-hop that isn't redundant, that isn't just us talking about, you know, a bunch of a bunch of uh, niggatry going on. You know what I mean? It's one of my but, favorite words in the English language. Oh, bro. It's, 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 it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. But, um, yeah, so we're back with another episode just to, you know, take a little, little gander at what's going on. In uh, just in the culture in general, man, and we didn't talk about this, but I just seen it right now, and I want to bring it up now because I feel like it's pretty big, uh, and I completely forgot about it. But the whole Jamie Fox situation—I don't know if you've uh, heard about it, kept up with it. I yeah, I have heard about it, um, but it's like it's very choppy, simply because like there's no information, and the family who is the one that people are asking for information ain't really providing shit. All right, well, let me just say this, since I'm guessing you probably didn't see this part of that. Like, a few days ago, uh, like a, a Twitter uh, news outlet came out and reported that uh, his family was preparing for the worst. And yeah, I saw that. Help was deteriorating and shit like that. And essentially, you know, obviously that put everybody in a, uh, you know, in a panic mode and all his fans and everybody that's a fan of his was, you know, rightfully, you know, tripping out and, like, you know, just saying their prayers and just praying that, you know, he got better. And it turns out that a day or two after that, his daughter came out and spoke and pretty much said, hey, I don't know where this media outlet got this information from, but it's not true at all. He's actually out of the hospital and he's recovering at home. And he was actually playing tennis or badminton or one of those racket games, just wow. racquetball. So... You know, making up news, making up news. And it's funny because, you know, this is one of those like uh, it's called it's, it's, the page is called. I shouldn't even give any like shine on it. Yeah, but it's no called problem. it's called uh, Daily Loud. And oh, and I've heard it, of that page. Yeah. No, I'm sure you know, everybody who's in. The, and that's the thing about it is that like it's a pretty big page within the hip hop uh, community, mm-hmm. I guess. if yeah. you will. So um, I don't know. It was just kind of crazy for them to kind of just not, you know, verify their sources. And for anybody who knows anything about uh, journalism or anything Ooh. even remotely close to it, motherfucker, if, you, if your sources ain't right, your whole credibility goes out the window. Ain't nobody about to be, you know, relying on what you're saying from now on. Because what they're going to say, yeah. exactly. They're going to go back to what you said and be like, oh, like, remember when he said this about Jamie Foxx? Mm-hmm. So now, thankfully, you know, Jamie, from the looks of things and from the sounds of, you know, what his daughter said, He's making a recovery, and I think she said that they're going to come out and speak on it in the next cu- couple weeks. So let's hope that um, 
you know, that, that we do get some good news in regards to that. But it just made me think, and I was talking about this with my brother the other day, about how Jamie Foxx is quite possibly the most talented, like, person ever, maybe. <laughs> Yo, I'm you know? not going to lie. He's got it. He's got comedy. He's got acting chops when it comes to comedy and drama. Yep. His imitations are ridiculous. His musical ability is ridiculous. Not only can he sing, he can play the piano. Yeah. And like, he's, and he can dance too. Can he really? Yeah, he used to. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he used to dance back on the Living Color and shit. Bruh, I'm telling you, he's literally uh, like a, a a Swiss Army knife of skills, like that. All kind of are geared towards entertainment. He's just the one of the ultimate entertainers of all time. Exactly. No question. That. I'm honestly surprised that Jamie Foxx is not an EGOT by now. Is that one of the uh, like awards that an EGOT is right. when you win an Emmy, a Grammy, a Tony, and an Oscar? Oh, he should one hundred percent get at least one of each for sure. Emmys are for TV, I think. Uh, Tonys are for theater. Oscars are for movies, and Grammys are for music. Okay, so I'm not sure if he's done theater or has he been in TV shows like re- like. Yeah, he had the Whoa. Jamie Foxx show. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, my bad, y'all. Definitely <laughs> one of, and, and you just mentioned the Living Color, so I guess mm-hmm. he could have won something on that. Possibly. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I don't know if he's ever done theater. I'm sure he could if he wanted to. Yeah. But he's he's gotten... He's, got, he's gotten great. Didn't he get a Grammy for Ray? Yeah, I think so. I think so, yeah. But he hasn't gotten... Um, no, he got an an, an Oscar for, for Ray. He didn't get a Grammy because Grammys are music. I'll be yeah, fucking yeah, shit up right. all the time. Um... But I don't know if he's gotten any Grammy. I don't think he's gotten a Grammy for music yet either. Probably not because has he? Does he have like any single songs that are like his that are like been major hits? Um, I mean, Cause I know he's been he's been on songs that have that have been pretty big. Besides the um, what's that song? Blame it on the yeah. That's the first one that came to mind. Um, but I mean, I feel like that's his biggest song. I know he's had two albums. And I can't think what his, what the, what the, I don't know if Blame It was the first hit or not. That's how bad my memory is. Blame It. Okay, so, oh, well, I guess the Neil song, she got her own, but it's not as, it's not as big as Blame It on Alcohol. Yeah, not as big. Um, He was on Slow Jams, though. He was. He sings the hook on Slow Jams. Hey, wasn't he the one that sang the 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 hook on Gold Digger? He yeah, he was. Dog, for the longest time, I did not know that. I thought it was Ray Charles that they just sampled. I thought, yeah, Boy. dog. But you were just dog. You were just you just brought up his ability to impersonate and mm-hmm. shit like that. Dog, he is literally one of the, he's one of the goat impersonators. Like I remember, um, Big another thing too. He is fucking hilarious because I don't know if you've ever watched him do like a Comedy Central roast. Oh yeah, I should actually his old stand-ups back in the day. Duh. He used to be on Def Comedy Jam with all them back in the day. That motherfucker is a funny dude, mm-hmm. dog. Like super hilarious, dog, and and everything that he does. But um, you know, I say all that to say, you know, just praying and hoping that he does, uh, you know, make a stride in the right direction as far as, you know, his health, you know, he's able to get better um, and get back. Cause I, from what I understand, he was in the middle of filming, I think a, a movie or, or a show or something oh, damn. Uh, when it, when it all happened. And again, we still don't know exactly what it is that happened. Uh, but, you know, it sounds like he is getting better. Again, one of the top talents of, 
if not all of our lifetime, at least of this generation. Yeah, I can't think of any one other person who has that many abilities. Yeah, and, and not only has them, but like is pretty like top tier in most of them. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, because there's a lot pretty... of there's a lot of top tier rappers and singers, but they some they some shady side actors. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know, like I feel like, and I know that this. I'm trying to think if I I think somebody who not to his level, but might be in the same ballpark. And I'm curious how you feel about this. Huh. Drake. 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 Drake's mm. a pretty good actor. I think he's a pretty decent actor. Yeah, but he's not all around well, well, uh, rounded out. Like he can like we've already yeah, discussed. He can sing, but he can't sing that far. Yeah. And he gonna carry the note, but he only gonna carry it a few feet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. But as an actor, I really haven't seen him do anything but Degrassi, and I wouldn't say Degrassi was great. Like, he was you also know, a child, so, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. I haven't seen him act in anything since he was on that. Musically, yeah, he's top tier of, of his shit. And, but, um, has he gotten any Grammys? I'm sure he's got some Grammys. Oh, yeah, he 100% has a few Grammys, for sure. But, I mean, like, I can see if Drake decided not to rap anymore and he wanted to go back to TV... I can see him winning winning an Emmy, something like you know LL Cool J or Ice T. Mm-hmm. I can yeah, definitely yeah. see that because I mean acting is where he started, and it would be easy to slip back into after the rigors of music and touring have torn your body apart. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, no, you just show up a few days a week to film, and you're getting paid probably the same amount of money you're getting paid to mm-hmm. tour all over the world. Shit. So you know yeah. what I mean? Like and it's only going, if it's a good show, that money ain't gonna do shit but go up and up and up every fucking uh-huh. year. You know, you know for a fact, right, that Drake is gonna take the Snoop Dogg route, though. Oh yeah. Drake is gonna continue to make money off of his name yep. for the rest of his life, yep. almost, almost certainly. He'll probably come out with some shit like I don't want to say a clothing line because he already got the OVO clothing line, but they don't really do nothing. But he probably gonna do like he'll probably do like a Smart Water or a, or a Gatorade deal later on, or whatever new company comes along that they want to try and push along. Or if somebody gets uh somebody releases a new alcohol, Drake will be the spokesperson for it. I mean, shit, yeah. didn't that one company just for him being a spokesperson for them give him a goddamn plane? Uh, I mean, I'm not sure if that's what that's what you talking about uh, his OVO plane or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know that could be the case. Uh, it's pretty fucking crazy if that is the case. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, yeah, though, I mean, I, I agree with everything you're saying. Like, I, I could see it right now. You know, he's gonna be the face of something. And, you know. Years after he retires from being a, yeah. a pop rapper, because um, you know, and I, I've seen a, a interview with him. You, you should actually watch. It. I think it was actually pretty well done. It was Little Yachty interviewing Drake. <laughs> have you have you seen it? I haven't seen it, but I've seen like a couple of clips from it. It was actually pretty good. Um, I think I think Drake is a pretty interesting guy. Uh, See, I don't, I've he, never watched an interview with him, so I don't know. Yeah, he's he's. Another, I'm gonna send you this one joint. Have you watched this guy named uh, the, the show? Is, it's on YouTube. It's called Sunday Conversations, no, and I've never heard of it. it's it's a white dude with long hair, long blonde hair, uh-huh. and he, he interviews famous people. Uh-huh. And do you remember a few months ago the uh, Kodak Black? He was like, "My name is Kodak Black, but when you see me, I'm white." <laughs> do you remember that? Yep. Okay, so it's that show, <laughs> and just off of that right there, you can kind of get the idea of what kind of show it is. It's like a, it's like kind of like an awkward interview thing, but like everybody's kind of in on it, and it kind of just, I don't know, I don't know if, if you find that kind of shit funny. Yeah, I find, it, de- it depends on how how far they're trying to go with the comedy. 
Yeah, and I'll, look, to be honest, I think that the dude does a, a pretty good job at it. And um, he recently had Drake on there. Mm-hmm. And, bro, like, Drake has done, I mean, before the little Yachty interview, I don't remember the last Drake interview. Like, it might have been the uh, the rap the rap radar joint. You know, uh, Charlamagne was just talking about that, that well, I want to say a few months ago, probably. How uh, you'll never see a Drake do an interview. They that's the way they wanted to see him do somebody do, him do an interview with somebody. Yeah, I mean, cause oh, Angie think, Martinez. They wanted him to do it with Angie. That would be cool too. Hell yeah! I, I, honestly, I think that's the only type of interview that Drake would do at this point. Just kind of like Jay Z. Jay Z will go on Angie's show <laughs> with a quickness. But see, I feel like it benefits Drake more to not do interviews, mm-hmm. so that at the end of his career. He could just go on like an interview or like a pot, like pretty much release all the information that he hasn't been releasing. Write a tell-all book, nigga. Write a, a tell-all book that'll get millions of dollars. Dog, you know that Drake has crazy stories. Chapter 32. How many times Nikki's dad's went under the knife? This nigga. Come on. <laughs> Listen, man. Listen. Let's not get the barbs on our neck. <laughs> They they out they out here going mm-hmm. crazy on uh, on everybody else. So I mean they can they can send beats to my Instagram all day or my 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 Twitter all they want. I don't use it. Well, that's not even the Barbies. That that would be the. Oh, that's the, the beehive. Damn, I don't fuck. Uh, you know what's funny? Not all coming for my ass. <laughs> yeah. How dare you mistake that? <laughs> yeah, look, man. That that I don't know. My apologies to all factions belonging to all pop stars. Yo, you know what's crazy, right? Like as somebody who was a Frank Ocean stand for a long time, <laughs> and now I'm like 30 years old. Mm-hmm. I don't really understand how you could be over like I don't know, maybe 24, five, and be as dedicated as like a Barb or mm-hmm. as a, a Beehive. Like I don't understand how that's not just like a phase in somebody's life. I love my homeboy and his girlfriend. Yeah. But my homeboy's girlfriend is such a beehive member. And she dragged his ass into the beehive too. See, like I I just don't get it, bro. I, I now maybe I, I would love for her to maybe explain like the uh the the fandom, you know what I mean? Because like like I said, I'm still a humongous Frank Ocean fan. I was considering going to the Coachella show. Uh, I don't know if we talked about it on here or not, but uh, I think you were telling me about that. We probably did, right? Mm-hmm. Dog. So you know, I was literally considering going to that show a few months ago. Glad I didn't, obviously. Um, but uh, I, I just, you know, I feel like the me, maybe ten or like even five years ago, I probably would have definitely gone to the show. But I, I just kind of like, I'm able to reason, use reason more than your typical. Uh, you know, stand of an artist like a Beehive member or a fucking Barb or whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. I feel like them, them, like them people, man. They they throw reasoning out the window. Oh yeah, for sure. It's kind of wild, but you know, I I mean I don't get it. I don't consider if anybody I can say if anybody I was a stand of it would probably be Mary J Blige. Yeah, I mean I would probably say that too if I. Had but to. at that point, like I don't consider myself in a stand level. Like I'm, a, I would say it's like. I don't even want to say super fan because super fans be doing wild shit too. Yeah. But I love Mary J. Blige. She is my favorite singer, and I yeah. am. I am. I guess you could call me. I, I would have been a stand for her like back in the day. But I just think that that's something that you should normally grow out of. No, yeah, that's 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 what I'm saying. That yeah. like, it, it it just kind of blows my mind when I see like a you know a, a 35, mm-hmm. 40 year old, or honestly anything over there like 25, 26. Yeah. And like like you you like. I feel like you must have a lot of time on your hands. You know what I mean? Like if that's 
if that's right. how you're dedicated using your time up. Exactly. You, I mean, you have nothing else. Because you can't be no 45-year-old stand with, like, five kids and working a job full-time and a husband and shit. Like, yeah. when do you have time to be a stand? Dog, I'm trying to tell you. And now you're married with kids, so now you can ride around listening to the music you want all day. You know what I mean? So it's kind of oh, like, yeah. I don't know, bro. It's just kind of, it, it, like you said, you really have no time to, to dedicate to being a standard artist. So I don't know. Y'all, y'all old motherfuckers are stands. Y'all weird. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. Basically. But basically. I, I think we were still talking about the old Jamie Foxx thing. So definitely yes. kudos to Jamie Foxx. Definitely uh, once-in-a-lifetime talent, and let's hope that, you know, you still got a lot more years with us, man. Exactly, exactly, because I'd hate to see him go early. Because, I mean, we, honestly, we've seen too many people go early, and I'm talking about people that have died at, like, 56, like, you know, years yeah. old. Like, when you think about well, when you really think about it, 56 ain't that, that old, right? And yeah, it really ain't that old the closer you get to 40, because once you hit 40, mm-hmm, nigga, mm-hmm. 56 is around the motherfucking corner. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nigga, I thought I thought I was never gonna get to thirty, and not like in a, not like in a damn, you know, I'm living crazy. I'm not gonna get to thirty. Mm-hmm. I just felt like thirty was a long fucking way, and here I am at thirty. So, right, there you go. Oh, shit, wait till you make it to forty. It's gonna be even bigger hitting the head. Shit, nah, <laughs> I don't, I don't. Yo, you know a song I just randomly listened to the other, I guess today, that I was like, yo, that was a fucking vicious song. You what? know that the, the, you, you know the nigga the dream. Yeah. How do you feel about his music? Honestly, I don't feel anything about his music because I don't really know any of his music. I can't even think of, like, his most popular song. This might be his most popular song, but I don't know. Do you remember this one called I Love Your Girl? No. I love your girl. White beat him with the dinner. She get them heels on her. Uh, I don't remember that. Man, hold on. Let me play real quick for two seconds. You remember this one? Oh, that's that song. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I do. I remember this song. I don't know. That was just a random song that came to mind. I was like, yo, that, that thing was all right. And, you know, I heard he, he ghostwrote for a lot of people, too. Yeah, I've heard that before, too. Like, he's like a super big ghostwriter in the industry. I heard that was, that's what, he was doing that before he became an artist. Yeah. Kind of like Carrie yeah. Hilson. Carrie Hilson. Yeah, yeah. Carrie Hilson, I think he wrote for... I forgot who else he wrote for. But he wrote for, like, a lot of people, but... Uh, uh, See, motherfuckers don't read text messages. Say again? Motherfuckers don't read text messages. I just sent this nigga a text message, <laughs> and he gonna ask me the same question. I just answered in the text message I sent him. Oh yeah, that's niggas for you though. Little mama stay home. Little mama stay fly. White beetle with the dinner. She keep them hands on high. Man, look at Shawty roll. Man, look at Shawty go. I'm sorry, I got a thing for your girlfriend. Let's go. Oh, okay. I had no idea what that song was. All I remember <laughs> is that right there. Fuck that, that nigga. nigga. <laughs> That's all gotta, I remember about that shit. You got to admit, dog, for this song being from like 2006, that was pretty creative right there. Yeah, it was. It really was. Little, fa- little falsetto, fuck that nigga. You know? mm-hmm. 
Oh, he also had the other song. Also had him. Like, oh, oh, baby. Uh, 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 in a falsetto. <laughs> oh, that nigga. <laughs> I hope at some point when he was touring, he had like some opera singers singing that part. It would be nice. It really oh, would be nice. That nigga. Or, or like that... a or like a church choir. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, like a church choir, and they're like all grannies. Yep. Cause what was it? Um. Somebody had a whole church choir of old white people singing a, singing they, the chorus of their song behind them while they perform. I'm trying to remember who that was. Recently? It had to be like less than less than 10 years ago. Mm. Is it a rap song, I'm guessing? Yeah. I just can't remember what it what it was. And it was like something that just, you, you heard a fucking old church choir singing, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dog. Uh, what was I gonna st- tell you? And I know we're probably gonna get back to to recording, but yeah, I was listening. I'm probably gonna uh, keep in some of this part anyway. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I was listening to um, what's that song? What's that group that sing? Oh, the Gap Band. I love the Gap Band. I, Go ahead. Dog, I didn't know that that was what's his name, Charlie. Uh, oh, Charlie Wilson. Hell yeah, no, yeah. I no, but what's tight is that. Both of them, both of the singers have like different voices. Yeah, and I feel like it works so well because mm-hmm. I was watching a live performance of uh, "Yearning for Your Love." Mm-hmm. First of all, that's probably one of my. It's like a top ten favorite song for me right there. It's an amazing it's song. Just, like so just amazing. the the smoothness of it. And hold on, is Charlie the one who kind of has more like a? He's not the one who'd be like hitting like the notes, right? Them high high joints, no. Yeah. The, the, so. the, the part where he's like, uh, like the the I guess the bridge of that song. Oh yeah, no, that's Charlie right there. That's Charlie. Cause my heart is yearning for yeah, no, that's Charlie. Not not that part. The part where after the hook comes on, this part right here. Oh, so, the my yeah, heart. yeah, that's Charlie. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's Charlie. Uh, I believe so. It sounds like Charlie. Oh, if okay, I'm wrong, okay. I'm wrong, but that's not like Charlie yeah, to me. My heart is yearning for you. <laughs> Let me inside your love. <laughs> my heart is yearning for you. Let me inside your love. Look at that! Look at that! We gonna we gonna start a we gonna start a group, y'all. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I hear straight singing. Shout out to the Gap Band, man. Oh, oh, classic music right there. Mm, mm. That's some shit y'all should definitely go check out. Plus, a lot of the old samples came from the Gap Band. Oh, one, nigga, that's how I found out about that mm-hmm. song. And honestly, how I found out about so many artists that I had never heard of. Cause, and, and, and honestly, one of the people who, who brought this to light is a uh, Nardwar, the the YouTube the little interview guy. Yeah, uh-huh. He, he uh you know cuz he interviews a lot of rappers obviously and a lot of times, you know, his whole uh spiel is that he gives people records, mm-hmm. like old records or or you know records of that that somehow connects to the artist. And you know, rappers a lot of times sample a lot of, you know, older songs, so I was able to find out through a lot of about a lot of vicious music that way, so. Oh yeah, and yeah, I love that new person. I don't know what he is on uh, Instagram because I would love to give him a shout out. But the guy who like 
here's how some of your favorite songs were made. And he like takes the he takes the song that something was sampled from, and then he slows it down, and then he takes the sample and puts it oh, in the yeah, and he yeah. just puts it all together until it's that song. I was like, that is musical genius right there. Because first yeah. of all, it was musical genius for them to come up with some of this shit because of how complicated some of that shit is with the mixing. But then again, it's musical genius to be able to sit down there and break it down the exact same way. Yeah. So basically, like, what do you say? You like you take it apart just so you can put it back together again? Yeah. No, I, I've seen the same thing, and, and I agree 100%. Uh, I think it's it's fucking amazing when people are able to, uh, you know, really have that wherewithal to be like, yo, this is what's going on right here. Exactly. Like, I don't know if – and it's funny because, you know, that might not be important to most people, but I feel like the people who really are, are into, like, the ins and outs of music, mm-hmm. that shit is funny. To me, I, I've always loved the the whole concept of sampling something and making something sound com- something completely different. And then, like, I remember um, that song, um, One More Time, the Daft Punk joint, the yeah. the, the dance joint. Yep. I didn't realize that, that was a sample the whole time. Yes, sir. It's a, it's like a, a old school kind of sample, too. Mm-hmm. But see, that's how you do it. You sample something so that people don't realize it's really a sample of something. That's how you mm-hmm. make new music. Yes, nah, for but sure. But most of the people, a sample is... I'm just going to play the hook, either speed it up or slow down over the actual beat mixed with a couple more 808s. Mm-hmm. Yo, no, literally. And, and you know what? To be honest, sometimes it, that works, but I feel like it can't always be that. And it, it should mostly be songs that you would never be able to tell that that's what it is. Exactly. Most of the time. Yo, right. so, oh, oh, this I wanted to say real fast. Congratulations to Kendrick Lamar. His album, Mr. Morale and yes, the Big sir. Steppers, spends a full year on the two, on the Billboard Top 200 chart currently sitting at number 110 as of Monday the 15th. Uh, also in related move, uh, news, excuse me, Kendrick's previous effort, Damn, also currently sits number 41 on the 200 charts. Really? And Damn so came out higher. like, Damn came out like what, four or five years before Mr. Morale? Yeah. So bro. that shit has been on the charts for almost a decade, like, you know, close to a decade now. Well, no, I would think maybe... It's it's been after the last album. I would think. I, I'm curious to know about that because I, I don't know. That sounds crazy. If if it's been on no, because I mean, time. if it's still if it's still it says it's also currently sits at 41. Like it means it's been on the joint the whole time and it's been at a high position the whole time. Because they don't take them like if the only way that they're off the charts is if they fall out to 200 and sales. And, and right, like, but yeah. I don't know, dog. That just sounds super like crazy. Like I'm not saying it's not that's not what happened, but that just sounds like. Like, nigga, like, he's been eating. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he kind of has, if that's the case, right? Yeah, no, yeah, 100%. I, I would imagine so, unless he's in some kind of crazy 360 deal, which I doubt it, but... I doubt so. Well, uh, I mean, it does say he's already working on his sixth album, though, according to, really? according to Kendrick. That's interesting. He said that um, him and producer Soundwave be- uh, began making music right after Mr. Morale dropped. Hey, you know, it's just like Kobe, you know, after you, you, you know, the season's over, you get right back in the gym and start putting up shots. So exactly. I'm sure, I'm sure that that's what that is. Now, listen, man, I'm, I'm a huge Kendrick Lamar fan. As most of y'all know who listen to this, uh-huh. humongous, ginormous uh, Kendrick Lamar fan. Anytime I hear, you know, stuff like this about artists of, of like him, who's not, you know, super mainstream as far as his sound goes. He's a mainstream artist, definitely. Mm-hmm. But like, like most of his music, most of his songs on Mr. Morale aren't, you know, radio friendly songs. There are a couple radio friendly songs on there, which, by the way, I, 
just, I think they were all. I think the, the whole album is is really good. I think it's it's aged great over the last year for me. Mm-hmm. I think just like most Kendrick albums, they get better with time and get better with the more you listen to them because mm-hmm. you pick up a lot of things that you didn't on the first listen. So uh, yeah, man, it's, it's just great to hear that you know everybody else. Obviously, you know when you, when you hear stuff like this, is uh is still is still listening to it and being receptive to it. Exactly. Shout out to Kendrick. Excuse me, I wanted to check out his discography real fast to see if they have anything about, uh, maybe I should go to his actual, um... Wiki? Yeah. I love how Wikipedia now has, like, the contents of the article on the side. This is so convenient. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to scroll through shit all the goddamn time. (laughs) Okay. Damn, Kendrick has won 17 Grammys. That's the first thing it says under accolades and achievements. 17 Grammys? Mm-hmm. Hey, let me see, hold on. Let me, let me read this. Let me read this, because this is big impressive. It says 17 Grammys, an Emmy, four American Music Awards. I'll put my glasses on so I can read. What the fuck? Emmy, Emmys what, for movies? Like a short movie, probably? Uh, Emmys, Emmys, Emmys. I think TV? Emmy Awards are for artistic and technical merit for the American... And international television industry. And he's got one of those. I wonder what it's for. Uh, four American Music Awards, 25 BET Hip Hop Awards. Uh, he's won the most of any artist. Uh, 11 MTV Music Video Awards, six Billboard Music Awards, and a Brit Award. As a songwriter, he's received nominations for the Academy Awards and a Golden Globe. God damn, he got a whole article on in Wikipedia about his awards. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and it's long. It's not short. <laughs> it's not like he just won this. No, nigga. Yeah, he's real shit, though. But no. I don't see anything about his, his chart performance or how long it's been there. Because usually it'll say uh, something about it. Or you can click on it and it'll tell you how long it stayed on the chart. I mean, I'm sure, let me see, on the damn charts. Damn, it's like a bunch of different fucking... Yeah, it's, it's not like even a... worth looking at right now because we're just going to get confused and it's going to take forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Yo, but nonetheless, congratulations, apparently, sir. congratulations to Kendrick, man. Obviously, the... Uh, what is it? The, the, the something always close to the top? The cream the always rises to the top. The cream always rises to the top, God damn it. Mm-hmm. And in this case, is Kendrick. You know, I'm, I'm almost positive. I could be wrong. Could be wrong. Mm-hmm. But maybe, you know, maybe that joint did better than even Drake's album, Certified Lover Boy. Because I don't hear nobody talking about Certified Lover Boy. Bruh, I'm pretty sure it did if it's still on the Billboard charts a year later. I don't hear nobody talking about Certified Lover Boy. Look and see where Certified Lover Boy sits on the Billboard charts right now. While you do that, and it's by no surprise that I've seen this article, and, and I completely agree with her, because this nigga is starting to turn ghetto ratchet. Uh, Mariah Carey. Has has not allowed, and I say this not allowed, Nick Cannon to share their children on social media, because as I'm sure Mariah said in some form of fashion this way, I don't want my kids caught up in your hood rat mess. <laughs> I can see Mariah saying some shit like that. Oh man. But yes. Yeah. That look. Well, to be completely honest, I'm not even sure how to look up what. That joint is right now. Mm-hmm. Certified Lover Boy. So let's just move on. Yeah. But but shout out to Kendrick. But yeah, no, but but to what you're saying, look man, I can't even really feel bad uh 
for, for for Nick Cannon if this is something that you know people are feeling bad about because dog the motherfucker has over eight baby mamas and is that correct mm-hmm. like 13 children some shit like that like 13 kids and you know we were talking about this you know I, i've i've seen uh people mention this online like oh he's rich he has money to do it you know why are people tripping about it but i'm like dog there's no there's no substitute for being you know a, a father in somebody's life and i just feel like it's physically impossible to be a you know fully devoted father to 14 kids oh by the way you're also a host on like three different shows mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you also have a, a hollywood career you got a tv show yeah so it all of that shit, when you got time for them kids man that's what i'm saying like i, I know motherfuckers with one kid who barely see their kid dog mm-hmm. you know what i mean now granted that's probably another problem it probably has a lot to do with they're just being irresponsible. Yeah. But nonetheless, you know, you got people out here with one or two kids that are struggling to find time to, you know, because, you know, they're busy. They work, whatever the case may be. So I don't know how the hell uh, uh, Nick Cannon, which, by the way, I guarantee you his baby moms all don't live in the same city. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you that. So how are you possibly everywhere at once? You're not. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So. I don't, shit, I don't know. But hey, you know, more power to Nick. Just yo, keep keep your keep your sticky business out some bitches so we can stop hearing about you having kids. We tired. Bruh. I'm trying to tell you, dog, like I feel like you know, it, it makes me realize that like you know how like back in the day, like people used to have like fucking fifteen kids and shit like that. Because right, they needed farm hands and shit. <laughs> nah, definitely. Definitely. It was it was definitely more uh it was more of a reason back then for mm-hmm. sure. Better get you a job, boy. Uh huh. <laughs> All Nick Cannon's kids are gonna have to work. Sure. Bruh, I hope at least one of them is, like, talented, like, in Hollywood, you know what I mean? Like, at least one of them. Okay, so Nick want to be multi-talented, but he not. Yo, that, I was just about to ask you that. So, like, <laughs> yo, you know what's funny? Like, and again, I'm giving all credit to Nick Cannon because he was able to pimp it, right? Mm-hmm. But he is, like, like exactly what you said, dog. He is somebody who is very mediocre at almost everything he does. Mm-hmm. But he's still popping. Them guest host deals make it make it true though, because he ain't really got to do shit, but ride off notoriety and talk to people with a smile on his face. Yeah, and I will say that you know what he does that pretty tough here. Yeah, because I mean he's not writing and performing music, he's not acting and, and remembering lines. What else do we do? He, he don't sing, he don't dance, he don't play no instruments that I know of. He he rap, he did like a rap song I think to Eminem or something like that like. You mean like a diss towards him or some shit like that? And he was a rapper before, kind of, right? I mean, the same way that Skilo, I wish, was, you know, a rapper, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like one-hit wonder type shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His joke no. was, was Gigolo, and then he had the, the song where he was, like, thankful that his mom didn't abort him. Nick Cannon? Yeah. Those are, like, I the two that. songs I remember by Nick Cannon. That's... So that was like back in the day type shit? Mm-hmm. And the Jigolo with R. Kelly, so you know that don't cut the fuck out. Yeah. I'm a Jigolo, pimping lots of hoes. That was a Nick Cannon song? Uh-huh. Hold on, let me look. That's kind of nuts. I think I was out here doing field research and shit in the middle of an episode. Hey, listen, man. It wouldn't be us if we did it. <laughs> yeah, Nick Cannon and R. Kelly. Yo, that nigga really is living out his raps. <laughs> 
For real. Except pimping, he's pregnating. Yeah, pregnating lots of hoes. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know, dog. I've always wanted this, bro. Hmm. So, motherfuckers have lots of kids, right? Mm-hmm. Like, now I don't know everything for sure, right? But I'm pretty sure that this is how it works. That women can only get pregnant at certain parts of the month, right? I think so. Yeah. So that means to a certain point, you kind of have to be trying to get a girl pregnant if you're getting all these girls pregnant at the same time. Unless, well, not at the same time, but like... Unless you pop, pop that joint every day of the week. <laughs> but but no, and again, I'm not saying that's not possible, <laughs> but but I, I don't know, dog. It just kind of blows my mind that, you know... That Nick Cannon's getting away with this shit. <laughs> and, and, and you know... <laughs> No, it blows my mind, too, when I see, like, you know, regular people, with, you know, that aren't millionaires who are doing this, mm-hmm. and, and, like, they're obviously better off if they hadn't had, like, four kids as opposed, or if they would have had two kids as opposed to four, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess I just be asking myself, like, yo, y'all must be some horny motherfuckers, dog, and some fucking motherfuckers, because, dog, like, I'm pretty sure that it's not, like, it's not like you fuck your girl raw one time and she's going to get pregnant. Yeah. I'm pretty sure even if you, you know, bust inside your joint one time, I'm pretty sure it's a good chance she's not going to get pregnant. Well, unless, unless I you have a friend, I have a friend who violates that theory. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the one and only time that he slept with his junk, he bust in her and she got pregnant and now they have a kid. And they have never had sex since. <laughs> Yo. That Hey, yo, that, your friend is a trooper, dog. I was saying, I was like, yo, yeah, you damn. just need to wear a condom every time you fuck somebody because you're just going to be pregnant in the world. You just, yo, your shit too potent. And, you know, it's hilarious because, like, sometimes, you know, you'll hit a joint off of just, like, nigga, she's really not that great looking. Mm-hmm. It's really just for the sport. It's just to yep. keep your man in good, you know, in good shape so that when the game time comes for a baddie. He ready. He, he ready. You know, he, he's, he's been doing Oklahoma drills all summer, you know. <laughs> And sometimes, you know, you be hitting them joints, and, dog, uh, if you get one of them joints pregnant, oh, my God. I would, man. As Mary J, you said, that's a wrap. That's <laughs> a wrap. That's a wrap, because I look at you, bitch, and I don't feel nothing. At <laughs> all. <laughs> Yo. It's oh a numb zone, God. right? <laughs> yeah. I don't even see you. It's just a black void where your body shape is. <laughs> You came into view when the kid came to work. Right? Yeah, <laughs> That's literally. the reason why. <laughs> Before that, I had no respect for you. No more. <laughs> <laughs> and you knew it, and you were still here. Exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Uh, what do you call it? Oh, Rick Ross wants T.I. in a versus. Hey, listen, man. I didn't expect him to come out and say some shit like that. I didn't expect T.I. to say he wanted Ross in the verse, but not the other way around. How do you... As a fan of both, I think you are like a fan of both at this point, right? How do you think that that would go? Um, and, and do you think that, all right? Okay, how do you think that that would go? And who do you think is the better rapper? Like not music wise, but just like on the skill wise, on the MC level. Okay, on the MC level, I kind of have to go with Tip. Really? I mean, I think that Ross is good, but Ross is also extremely lazy. A lot of his verses are very lazy. And I'm not talking about, like, not the skill in which he's rapping. It's the way he's rapping, the flow of which he's rapping. Like, I always go to it because it's my best example. Because it's the one example I can remember. Mm. But um, fuck with me, you know I got it. 
Yeah. His verse on that shit. He could have tore that shit up. Bro, but... But he was right, lazy. My, my response to that, though, is that A, that's a Jay-Z song, and B, he was just kind of copying Jay-Z's flow. You know, like, if you're a guest artist, it's pretty customary to kind of adapt whatever the artist is doing, especially if it's kind of gimmicky. You know what I mean? And in this case, that joint was definitely like a gimmicky kind of... But I mean, yeah, of... adapt to them, but still have your own flow so that we know it's you, you know? Like, like don't just... That's how it went the entire verse. Now, I don't know for sure, but I was going to ask you. Are you sure that's how I went for the whole verse? Yes. I've listened to that song a million times. Because Jay starts out that way on his verse, and then he flips it. Okay. I'm going to give you that because I haven't heard that song enough. But listen. You 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 can't you can't take a one time thing and 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 overlook. It's not a one time thing. That's my point. <laughs> no. It, <laughs> it yes, it is because until thing. you prove otherwise in other songs, that is not true. Because fucking Rick Ross be killing shit, dog. Rick His Ross flows? do be killing shit, but you a goddamn lie if you gonna sit here and tell me that Rick Ross does not have some of the laziest flows on some of the tightest songs. You are a lie. You are a lie, sir. And I will have the police at your house to arrest you. <laughs> Listen, Governor. Hey, 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 hey! Disrespect, Governor, <laughs> Mayor. <laughs> All I'm saying is right that while that might be the case in some of the, you know, some of his yeah. bigger popular songs, you could say the same thing. Maybe not laziness, but like gimmicky, or I don't know. Oh, gimmicky! But I feel is, like gimmicky is different. I'm just talking about lazy and like you don't change how you flow. And that's, to me, I always, I, I always put that out there. That's what I really want to see with people. Like, you know, you can have a little bit of lazy flow here and there, but switch it up. Just don't use the exact same flow that's kind of boring on a song with a beat as tight as that song has. Like, Ross, the way Ross raps, Ross could have flipped that joint and murdered it. So let me ask you, mm-hmm. do you feel that way about Snoop Dogg, too? Yeah. Because Snoop Dogg has been lazy on some shit that I don't like. And it's like, I know Snoop is better than this. But he's I, also gotten, I feel like... I feel like the quality of some of his shit has gone down over time. I mean, because I feel like Snoop had, and I, I don't know if we talked about this on here or if I was to have this conversation somewhere else, mm-hmm. but I feel like Snoop Dogg has had two separate careers. Yeah, pretty much. I think had, three. Actually, I would say three. He had Death Row, and then yeah. he had music after Death Row, <laughs> and now he's at where he's at now. See, for me, what I what I remember, I've only ever, like, like known of him where he's at now because i feel like that was probably like would you say that was like 2005 and up mm, yeah mm-hmm. probably right yeah so that's around the time that i remember like music and shit like that when i was like 10 or so so i just i feel like you know he's he's been that for like a long time and and, and i feel like it works and and, and i guess that's my point and I, I know we were talking about who the better mc is and i guess you know that in that regard, maybe it is true, but I do feel like when something something really good, they kind of just got to stick with it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I wouldn't want it. Like I wouldn't. All right, put this in. I wouldn't hear. I wouldn't listen to a song let's say, featuring Snoop for like a vicious lyrical, you know, ability. Yeah. I feel like it's more like I know. I know what I'm tuning in for when I'm putting on a Snoop uh, record. But back when back when Snoop was fresh and new, 
you didn't have that and you didn't expect that from him. And it's kind of been that way since Ross was new. Like, he just has some stuff where he's just kind of lazy and is lacking on it, but then he just comes behind it and kills it with a bunch of other shit, so nobody really says shit. I mean, but that's okay. I mean, it's okay, like, like, but is I, it really? It, it, I think it is because even as a fan, right, like, I feel like, yeah, you know, you do want to hear your favorite artist at their best or whatever they do, but at the same time, like, you know, sometimes you need a Nori Oyamikanto. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's Sometimes true. you need that. You know That's what I mean? True. Like and, and this is Nori that made, you know, nineties. What what, what 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 yeah, what exactly. <laughs> there you go. Sometimes you need that too. So I know, that's I, all know. I know, but it's like it's just I'm I'm I know I'm not gonna remember to do no research on this shit. But I'm gonna try <laughs> to remember it and do the research on this shit and give all you right. at least five songs where this is an issue with me. Look, and it's like it's I, like it's on a beat where you know he would have murdered it if he would have just put in some effort. Look, I, I can tell you one right now that you're probably, you're going to be like, yes, that one. Mm-hmm. You ain't even know it? Yes. Thank you. Molly, y'all, in, well, m- m- plus the questionable line of putting a Molly in the drink and her not even knowing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yo, yo, hey, dog, that's another thing, too, bro, that it, it's so crazy how much time changes and how things that, like, seemed okay to say at one point in time are like all of a sudden like not cool, but that's a different conversation. For I a different would say show. if that line had dropped in like the eighties or the early nineties, maybe yeah. <laughs> but that's like you know, Rufy and girls and Molly and girls and shit has been around for a while, and yeah. that nigga said that joint like two thousand ten. So <laughs> yeah, no, I feel, but, I feel but, like he's a little late for that train. You know what I'm saying? No, you're right, but I also feel like he didn't really catch the heat for it until a little later on. That is very true. Like, like yeah, it, it was, wasn't it was like the whole Me Too movement had to go by first before that joint was really caught. And, and that's what I'm saying. That like, had he released that that line in 2020, nigga, he might be canceled. Like, yeah. It might be over for him. No, okay. But now it, it's kind of just like a slight blemish on his on his record, if anything. It's like, oh, well, so. Rick Ross said this, but Rick Ross also had all of this. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. So we not gonna hold it against, bro. <laughs> Hey, it worked for R. Kelly until recently, I guess. Hey, I mean, drip, drip, drip. <laughs> That's all I got to say. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to actually pull up the article I saw for this part. Shy uh, Glizzy and his manager are detained at gunpoint by the police. Uh, so they were apprehended by the police, according to a video that was shared on social media. On Sunday, May 14th, street people of Beverly Hills posted a series of now-deleted Instagram stories that show Glizzy and his manager being detained in what appears to be a Best Buy parking lot. Eventually, both men were lying on the ground while a group of police had their guns drawn on them. According to TMZ, of course, because, you know, that's where everybody goes for the new breaking news. Uh, he was, they were arrested in West Hollywood after having a verbal agree- disagreement with his girlfriend. During the argument, Glizzy then allegedly grabbed a firearm and threatened the woman, he was then booked on a felony charge of making threats and released after posting a $50,000 bond. Now, it says he got arrested on making threats, but it didn't say that he actually got a gun charge. Yeah, I mean, my guess is that he probably didn't have a gun on him. You know what I mean? I mean, I would like, assume I, so, but like, you know. So, all right, now let's let's say hypothetically this happened, right? Mm-hmm. I would imagine that as soon as you're if you're him as soon as you know you leave 
you know, you're getting rid of that gun yeah. or, or, or any kind of anything that could potentially fall on you because, you know, a threat, is, like you said, is a completely different thing than a gun charge. Okay. You know what I mean? It's particularly in California, you know, I've just heard that it's the one place aside from New York that you don't want to catch a gun, a gun charge. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, bro. Uh, I mean, obviously we don't know for sure what's going on here. So, I'm a whole judgment on that part, but yeah. but still, you know, it sucks that you know somebody like Shy Glizzy, he's hasn't really had like a big hit in a couple years now, yep. and it sucks that this is what you know he's kind of being in the news for right now. Now, granted, oh, he's also in the news. Sorry, but he's also in the news for a sexual misconduct allegations made at the top of the year by an only oh, model. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually seen an interview about that. And it did sound if what if what she said is true that shit did sound kind of weird and kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. So definitely, you know, what I mean, I don't know, but again, if if what if what she said happened, then yeah, that that was wild. But again, it just sucks that these, you know, this is a DC rapper. You know, what I mean, he's mm-hmm. from the area. He's somebody who blew up. Uh, pro- I mean, his fame was probably that of like a Wale. So he's he's as popular as a DMV artist's guy, and as far as a rapper goes. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, man, it just sucks to see, you know, us being represented, you know, this kind of light. Yeah. You know, again, obviously, we don't know what happened in his last case with the whole, you know, uh, threats or whatever he did. Yep. But, um, but yeah, man, you don't want to play around with guns in, in California, man. I already know everybody always says you rather get caught with it than without it. But, um, I mean, I don't know if, if, you know, anybody that's listening is a boxing fan, but Deontay Wilder recently got caught with a gun in california too and you know he's a a fucking six foot six giant boxer with bombs on his hands you know what i mean like he and even him running around with a gun on him like not even like in a car but on him these motherfuckers are rich and can afford security and they always get caught with a gun on them yeah and you know i've i've heard people's reasonings for it i don't necessarily agree with them because my whole thing is this right because people like to say oh you know i'd rather i'd rather be on me than on somebody who who i'm just paying because you know they don't have no real reason to protect me but i'm like that's the reason they protect you yes because you're paying them there's a reason for it dog that's just nigga knowledge knowledge right there or nigga (laughs) thinking right there like if you if, if somebody job is to protect you and they don't protect you do you really think they're gonna have clients do you really think they're gonna have people vouch like you're not just gonna hire some random dude who's never protected somebody right you know what i mean like, i'd like, rather I would catch lo- a gun charge instead of paying someone to catch a gun charge for me yeah what like, <laughs> you stupid my nigga you stupid or if you if their whole if your whole thing is that you want somebody who actually cares about you to be watching your back then fuck it, pay one, pay one of your homies, and that's his job. If he fucking gets caught up, you know, whatever, you'll make you'll pay all his legal fees, you'll make sure his family's straight. Uh-huh. And in, in in the meantime, between time, if if none of that happens, you're still you know looking out for him, exactly. making sure he's straight. Exactly. So if that's what you want to do, but don't don't have it on you, man. It's just it's just really uh, I don't know, man. Especially in today's age with you know gun control and the whole thing that's going on Mm -hmm. it really is it's just like a a very um like a polarizing topic and i don't know man it's just it's just really not worth it um particularly 
you know, if you're, you know, a rising star in the NBA, mm-hmm. particularly if, uh, you know, you're coming in. I don't know if the person I'm talking about is going into a contract year, but particularly if your name is John Morant and you're in the NBA <laughs> and you have, uh, I think he signed already a $100 million contract already. Probably uh, and just, dog, uh, fucking the Nike deal. Uh, uh, what is it? Vi- not vitamin water, but um, Powerade deal. All kinds of fucking uh, sponsorships because what he does on the court is better than most. You know, what I mean, he's one of the best players in the league right now. There's no question about it. He's definitely at least a top ten player in the league. And all that being said, and this guy cannot just stop being ignorant. I'm not even gonna say put a gun down. I'm just gonna say stop being ignorant. I mean, what, because, this is just nothing but shades of um, Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, you know, to an extent it is because, you know, this is somebody just like Aaron Hernandez who's making millions and millions of dollars and proceeds to want to live a lifestyle that is a crash, crash that way to happen. A complete opposite lifestyle of the way he was brought up and actually lived. Yeah, so I'm sure all of y'all have seen the memes already where they took the uh, the eight-mile uh soundbite of saying you know the part where saying oh his name is her name is clarence and he went to a nice school and and honestly the memes are hilarious because they matched up perfectly with jaw's whole shit that he went to a private school and that his parents actually had some decent money they weren't rich but they were definitely middle class and um i don't know bro like it just kind of blows my mind that um he continues to do this now this is the second time now I think we still haven't said what happened, but he was on camera on IG Live over the weekend, caught brandishing and showing off a gun while he was in the car, listening to NBA Youngboy. Now, oh. yo, it, it just blows my fucking mind, dog. Like, like you're literally a hundred times millionaire. You're a hundred millionaire. Your contract that you have already signed, which, by the way, in the NBA, I'm not mistaken, I think it's fully guaranteed. I'm about to say guaranteed money, yeah. Guaranteed hundreds of millions of dollars. Because what do you call it? Uh, they learned that the Wizards learned that with uh, what's his name, Arenas. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. So guaranteed money, bro. You don't got to worry about nothing. Your kids don't got to worry about nothing. Your mom, you did what you said. The only out to thing do. you got to worry about is getting your ass on that court and doing your damn job. That's it. And even now, you don't even have to do that because you already signed a contract. <laughs> you don't even have to do that. You could literally not play another game in your life, mm-hmm. and you're set for your life. Why the hell are you out here wilding, carrying a gun? Now, people always, you know, people like to say, argue to, you know, play devil's advocate and say, hey, he lives in Tennessee. Tennessee is an open carry state. You can carry. You don't need a permit, yada, yada, yada. Okay, well, guess what? Just because they legalize weed in in a lot of states around the country, if your, if your employer does not allow that, that's just what it is. Exactly. And in this case, the NBA does not allow that. Uh-uh. They don't want that kind of imagery because they got all kinds of sponsorship. And let's be real. It's not about morals. It's about sponsorships. It's about money at the yeah. end of the day. Because it, it's all about, yeah, like you said, it's all about status, right? Because yeah. now, like you said, if your job doesn't let you smoke weed and, you know, you may be on Instagram smoking weed with your friends, but they're not necessarily going to see it because you're, exactly. you ain't fucking famous. Exactly. Job Morant yeah. is famous works in one of the biggest industries in our country, yeah. and is on social media where he's probably got like 2 million followers. 
And of course, the NBA probably is following him on that bitch too, and can look into his shit. So it's a whole different category between <laughs> us getting in trouble for doing what we do at work, even though it's illegal, and this man getting in trouble at work doing what he do. Plus, we don't right. got no hundred million dollar contract that we didn't sign, and about to, and, you know. And you know what? They'll probably right. find a way to reverse that shit off his dumb shit, and he probably maybe he won't get that money if he gets in trouble again. Well, here's the thing. So put a nigga clause in the contract. Exactly. <laughs> so. So apparently, um, one another thing that happened was now I'm not too sure how this how this would work because I think he already has a big contract. But I think if he had he made the All Pro team, which he didn't, and most people are saying he didn't because of his off the court antics and shit like that. I can see that he would have made over forty million dollars more on top of like like his next contract is, is what that would be worth. So now, granted, I think he's on like year two or year three of of his of the you know hundred million dollar contract, right? No, what this nigga had, on is stuck on stupid. That's what he's stuck on. Oh, he is stuck on retarded, oh. bro. Like this guy is really fucking stupid. I'm glad that not one person out there is finding a way to justify this. I, thank Especially, you. Thank you. Especially rappers, all kinds of people are out here dogging them and letting them know, like, yo. You made it, bro. Even if you came from the hood. Even if you came from the hood, right? You already made it. You don't got to prove nothing to nobody. You're a mm-hmm. hundred times millionaire. You don't got to listen to nobody ever. Like, nobody's ever going to, uh, you know, nobody's opinion is ever going to matter that much. Mm-hmm. Or it shouldn't, at least. Exactly. So I don't understand, you know, what, why, you know, he's doing this. Again, this is the second time in, like, two, three months that he's gotten suspended from the NBA. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is the second time, and you're still finding reasons to want to do it. And it's just like, bro, at a certain point, if your career gets thrown down the drain, I can't even feel bad for you, dog. Uh-uh. I can't. I can't feel bad for you. And honestly, like, there's there's so many people who would literally kill to be in your position, making hundreds of millions of dollars to play basketball all day, and, and, and you could just, dog, why not just hang out with girls? You know what I mean? Like, instead of hanging around with a bunch of ignorant-ass niggas, why not hang around with some bitches? Or fucking go, like, start a business. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Or, Do something to keep your ass occupied. Dog. That's going to just plus your shit. You know what I'm saying? Whether it makes you money or not, but it keeps you out this ignorant shit. Yeah, dog. And, and again, dog. That's how you know he doesn't that? have, like, good friends. To tell him not to do no. some shit or, like, good relations with his family. Because, yeah, <laughs> the first time, like, if you and me, like, if you went to the NBA, right? And you got in trouble off the same shit. You know, I would have came to your house and punched you in your motherfucking face. Hell yeah. I I'm like, nigga, would. what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Dog, listen, bro. Again, like you say, you know, if somebody really cares about you, somebody really has your best interest at heart, they're not going to see you crash out more than once. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Like, like if, if they see it happen, they're going to do everything in their power for it to not ever happen again. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And it doesn't seem like the people who's around them are doing that at all. Probably the motherfuckers egging his bitch ass to do that shit. So, I mean... For sure. Dog, and, and, and like you said, dog, like, these are all, like... Dog, these are all motherfuckers that you should just... I don't know them, you know? Just, mm-hmm. But just off the just off the energy that the videos give, these are just not people you should be around when you're a fucking NBA superstar. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Like, these, but I mean, these how, are, we, we, I feel like... I feel like every 10 years we have, like, a player that has some type of similar issue. Whatever it is, football, basketball, you know. It always happens. It's always one player where they are just fucking up to the heights of, like, 
what are you doing? Do you not see all of this money in your account? You're willing to throw all of this away? Yeah. Because you want to play gangster? Now, now, dog, again, bro, the only thing that comes with playing gangster, right, is for somebody to come and test your gangster. So what does that mean? That means that people are like, oh, I think he liked that. I think he really, I think he the man. Uh I say less. That's how you either end up in jail or end up in a box. Exactly. And that's the whole point of all of this is that all of that is unnecessary. It's literally the most unnecessary shit ever. If he were to go to jail for murder or worse, get killed because of him wanting to pretend to be gangster dog, I, again, I don't think I can feel bad for him. Mm-mm, I don't think all. I can. Because it looks like you already had your warning shot. You didn't have two warning shots. Yeah. The next shot's going to hit right in the heart. Nigga, what? I'm telling you, bro. So, I don't know, man. Ultimately, I would love for nothing more for him to just put all this shit behind him, man. come back the next season, have Strong. an MVP type season. Come back in shape. You know what I mean? Determined. Leading the team and shit. That's what you yeah. need to do. Take them niggas at least to the finals. You know, not the finals, but like the playoffs. Bro, these niggas made it to the first round of the playoffs and lost to the Lakers. See? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got this to recuperate is, this is, that? Yeah. So, and granted, you know, I'm not going to put it all on him, but like, I still do feel like if you're, if you're living that kind of lifestyle, there's no way you're as focused as you could be. That's exactly what I was getting ready to say. Yep. You can't, you, you know cannot. You cannot go past. You don't have the the focus in you to go past the finals if you out here trying to do street shit. No, and honestly, you, you didn't even have the focus to get into the finals if that's what you were doing, which meant Bro, you were coasting on your teammates. For sure, and it, or it just didn't matter to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At the yep. end of the day, and, and you know you could be as good as you as you are, but if if you don't have the dog in you, if you don't have the drive to that you know, hunger, the hunger exactly. Now, granted, you know at a certain point when you get a certain amount, I forgot. I think it might have been. I forgot who said this, but uh, it, way uh, it's 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 way harder to get up and run at six in the morning after you sleep on linen sheets or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And essentially, what what that means is that it's way way harder to be hungry for something once you're fucking paid rich. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you already comfortable. What else you really need? Yeah, like you know, at the end of the day, you know, even if you never win an NBA title. Nigga, your family is set for life. Your yeah. kids, grandkids like you are set said, for life. Like you said earlier, generational wealth generational. came from you just going in there and playing a game that you played your whole fucking life. I'm saying, bro. So, I don't know. Like I said, I, I wasn't going to say shout out, but definitely no shout out. <laughs> but definitely, man, just get it together, bro. Like, you know, we're tired of seeing this shit. This shit ain't cool. Nobody who's anybody that's of any importance is co-signing it, vouching it. Nah. I almost hope NBA Youngboy would come out, because that's like his favorite artist, would come out and be like, yo, my nigga, chill the fuck out. Like, Don't like, be put my, make... my, my shit in some ignorant shit. Yeah, like you're making us both look bad at this point. Bruh, imagine if your favorite artist wrote that shit to you. I, I would hope that that would make you stop. <laughs> but, but who knows at this point. Man. But like I like to say, niggas be niggas. Niggas be niggas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that really brings us to the end of the episode today, everybody. As usual, thank you for listening. Yes. Yes. Uh, we are completely unprepared, so we're not even going to ask each other for shit. We're just going to go ahead and no. say, yo, be good. And if, <laughs> be good, and if you can't be good, be the best that you can be. Hey, man, if you can't do that, at least make your mama proud. Uh, it was Mother's Day yesterday. Shout yeah. out to all the mamas out there. 
you already know. Happy Mother's Day to everybody exactly. out there. Happy Mother's Day. You know, if you are a mother or if Mama. you have a mother. Mama. Definitely. <laughs> cue the, cue the, uh, the, the takeoff RIP uh, Mama sound, right? Mama. Mama. That, that was takeoff. We used to say that, right? Yep. Yeah, so definitely <laughs> cue that right there. But, yeah, man, definitely make your mama proud. And if you can't do that, like I always say, man, use them turn signals at the light if you're making that right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to think you're going you, to you keep going straight. The, the light is green, my nigga. Hey. Why, are you, why are you slowing down? Exactly. Oh, you're making a right? Okay, oh, okay. I would have known that. Indication lights Indication. Important. I would have known that that's what you're going to do had you posted your light. But now I'm running in 40 miles per hour into your bumper because I didn't know that that's what you were doing. Exactly. So, so, so fuck you. Little mama, she keep looking at me. Ugh. I'm going to knock the pussy out like fight. Like, like, my bad. I've been listening to that song all the Hit him with a right. <laughs> Yo, that's another song that I didn't know was, uh, was Migos at first. Yeah. And the takeoff got the first verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he got the hook. Mm-hmm. So like, I, the only reason I even brought that up was because every time I play anything related to the Migos, that song comes on about three months, songs later. Oh, I'm sure. It's been having for sure. like the last two weeks. I'm not mad at it, <laughs> but it's... Mm-hmm. Spotify algorithm, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, we out of here. Love you. Take care of yourself. Wash your hands. Yes, wash your ass. Be good to each other. We'll holler. Peace. Peace. <laughs>